not said. All right, welcome. Welcome. <laughs> I wasn't sure if we were going to get introduced or not. Episode, oh, I have to unmute the mic first before I get in. Episode 20, oh. Runs Deep, Run It Back podcast. Every Friday, hosted by uh, Jack Daniels, Hennessy, Tito's Vodka, Red Bull, Monster Gaming. Trolling. Jack Daniels, dude? <laughs> nope, just throwing brands out there. Maybe one day. If they want to sponsor us, I would, I would be open arms to it. Absolutely. I'll take any sponsor. Fact. True. That is truth. Not What's going confused. on, fellas? I feel like I haven't heard from anyone all day. Not a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Same shit, different day for me. Right. Mm-hmm. I woke up this morning, so that's good, I guess. What? <laughs> 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 oh, man. We love you, Rev. You know that? We love you. B, I, I just noticed you're the only one that does not have glasses. I'm supposed to, and I added uh, vision <laughs> to my health insurance plan this year, so I am going to get glasses. Oh, yeah. Nice. I did contacts in high school for two weeks, and they said, give it two weeks, it'll get better. Two weeks later, I was like, fuck this, I'm not doing this. So, it never got better. Doctor lied to me. Yeah, I'm normally <laughs> a contact guy, but I look too damn good in these glasses to take them off, you know? Contacts are for the week. They do look good. Thank you. Thank you. He said, yeah, you look- I think he's talking about the glasses. You look like a, uh, a furrier Austin Powers. A furrier Austin Powers? Fuck you, <laughs> Who dude. Who does, Eric? Yeah. Is he furrier? Uh, dude, I think Austin Rev Powers started his weekend yeah, a little Austin early. Yeah, Austin Powers is super furry. No, like on his chest. What the fuck are you trying to say, Rev? You got a funny looking face. <laughs> are we done yeah, with this podcast baby. yet? Yeah. Are we done with this podcast yet? Yeah. Oh, shit. Is this a, wait, this is a surprise roast podcast for Eric, isn't it? It's a new Eric. series we're starting. <laughs> Imagine. Drinks liquid for two weeks and then now he thinks he's sexy. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, you're looking too good. I had to take you down a little bit. Thank you, man. We can't smell it, but he put on cologne to smell nice for the podcast too. Yep, got my beard oil in. Ooh. Beard oil. What kind do you use? Just this fucking Walmart bullshit. Nothing crazy. Walmart, dude. What? Or no, Walgreens. Oh, Walgreens. 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 Doesn't matter. They're both. No, it's not bad. It smells good. I mean, yeah, it's generic. I'm not no, buying I mean, Walgreens crazy is shit. I got that's this. I got this beard oil that's like a. It's like a sawdust uh, smell. I don't know what it is. It's supposed to smell like lumberjacks. It, it, it was gifted to me for Christmas, so I, I use it. By the way, even though Walmart's sketchy. They do have like eight dollar pizzas. They're fucking ginormous. Yeah, they're yeah. huge. Don't tell us that. Walmart we're on a diet. Pizza? Right. You guys just don't know good pizza. Jacks like and Walmart. X, pizza. Not Jacks. Fucking um. Casey's. Yeah, fucking Casey's and Walmart pizza, dude. Get out of here with that shit. Tombstone. That's the good brand. Home run in. Yeah, home run in for Frozen for sure. But fucking. Mm-hmm. We're going to actually get a dislike on this video because you're hating on Casey's. Someone's going to dislike it. <laughs> Whatever. No, this Fuck is the Casey's. video that takes us off. Loyal fans. Casey's can sponsor us. Casey. Right, where the I would fu- take where, the sponsor. What, the, fu- what sure. the fuck are we doing here? All right. I don't this, know. This one, we derailed quickly. All right. We got a full house tonight, boys. This is, I feel like it's been a while since we've had all, all five of us together. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe the full house is fucking equals derailment. <laughs> Uh, well, what are we kicking it off with? What we got? 
I got I got that a cool story that I could start us off with if you guys want. Let's hear it. Yeah. So I was watching some of the eSport Talks videos, and we always dive into their videos, but I thought they did a really good job with this video. And they made like a kind of like a little five, six minute video just kind of debating what they think the current state of Valorant with multiple teams bringing in like a sixth man to their roster. And they brought up like a ton of good points on both sides. So I was kind of going to see what you guys think on how how you guys think it could work in Valorant. Just because one of their main points that I thought was cool was just because six-man rosters aren't like a new thing. Because I guess that was a thing in Counter-Strike. And I'm sure, CP, you could probably dive into it a little bit. But they said Valorant is so much more agent-specific. that, And we were just talking about this yesterday. That's why I was like, damn, this is going to be a good topic. Because... I think we're really going to have teams that have people specialize in like a certain character for a certain map and you have people subbing in and out. So my first thought that comes to that is that typically when you have, especially a game like this where there is abilities, but it's also very mechanical and your aim has to be like really good that typically those players like your tins, like your swags, like your shazams, so on and so forth, whatever, that are really good at aiming and movement and just being in good positions can pick up another character pretty easily. So it won't be so much forth like like a maybe a, a League of Legends or like a an Overwatch where it's character dependent and it's like, oh, your character's banned your character's in, so we're going to play with the alternate. Like, I would still want to play with a Brax or play with a Tins playing as Sage versus playing with someone who's a Sage specialist. That makes sense? Just, and that's kind of what, so they were kind of 50-50 on it because I think what you were kind of getting at there was just because, like, your core five has that chemistry and, like, bringing in a sixth-man specialty guy might just throw off the vibe completely anyway. Yeah. It's it's but, it's but yeah it's like they're well because their aim is what makes them so dominant that they can pick up any character and do well with them, like you might have someone that has really good ideas with like a breach or a brim or, you know a viper but, you'll take that raw mechanical aim over, over someone's ability use I feel like because they can make still make plays and they can pick up a character and adjust. I think one thing that could, make it more viable. Is if well, if they get the characters balanced out really well, so you don't see as much of a meta. It's kind of just like play whatever. And on top of that, if they do like a pick ban system, and then teams have to pick off each other depending on what they're seeing the other team like stack up with. Yeah. But then you could have like two dudes who are just like one dude might know all the fucking Killjoy and Silva lineups, and then one dude might know all the like Cipher one ways and. Fucking, I don't know, another character that can do yeah. crazy shit. And then those two dudes are just like your hybrid guys that flip-flop, depending on what characters they need to pick to take on the team. Well, So I think, because it's not like everyone on the team is a top fragger, necessarily. So well, like, that, Tens team isn't all Tens. No, it's all good. Are they? Are they, though? I mean, have you seen what he's been doing? He was like 17 and 4 earlier in the match they played. No, no, no. I'm saying like Tins is the like the, the pinnacle guy. fragger on yeah. his team. And then the other four aren't necessarily freaks. Like yeah. they could easily have another guy rotate in who's just as good gun skill wise, but has 
yeah. a lot more knowledge of a certain character that they need to compete with the other teams line up yeah like they yeah sure you could rotate guys in like that but they're not just going to swap and say hey you play this character but like that's actually what exactly what happened with with sentinels with shazam literally had his phone out next to his monitor and swiping through his camera roll looking at lineups on his phone that's like that's how he did his lineups for the for the match and he talked about it in a stream where he was just swiping through like okay this is the lineup I could just use that time, like maybe not mid mid round, but like pre round, getting set up. You know, they know they're going B, yeah, they they're going A or whatever. Um, but then that brings in a good question to where, okay, do you have to decide your set five before the pick ban? If there is a pick ban down the road, do you have to say these are the five players we're going with, or do they get to pick the characters or the agents first, and then you get to choose the five that are playing? Because that brings in another element of like that's true. You could ban around the player versus banning. The, banning the agent around the the player. I think yeah, I don't think they would ever do it, but it would be really cool if they did the pick ban and then they chose which players they wanted. Rod and Eric, y'all want to chime in on that? Yeah, I mean, I think it's probably going to be common common practice. Once they add more characters and the pick bans come in, I think you're going to have people that are like insanely good with certain characters on certain maps, so then you're going to want them for that map. But yeah, it's going to be important to find out whether um you know you get to decide who's playing before the ban like pick ban phase and that's gonna make the biggest difference they dove pretty deep into it and they even brought up like the topic of sports like sports there's there's always subs in sports you know what i mean so like why is this such a debate right now that teams are adding six mans to their roster because subs are very common in sports like you don't have a, a, a player play the whole game usually so, I mean, it's happened. So, and the, like the latest news is Brax has become TSM's sixth man. So he's gonna be kind of filtering in to maybe a main role. Maybe he's not gonna be the bench warmer, but I don't know. We'll see how it goes. But there's more and more teams that are doing it, and I think it's probably gonna be the future. So then, Rob, do you think? Because I feel like well, I don't know if I misheard what you said, but you don't think they're gonna have a pick ban phase in this game? Or you do? I think they should. Maybe not yet, but once okay, there's a okay. few more characters. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. I thought I thought you were saying that you didn't think they were going to bring it in. Because I was talking to them pre-podcast earlier about this, and I was like, will they do it? When will they do it? And how soon? Like, will it be something that's in the next year? The next three years? Next four years? I think it'd be cool to do it, but that's just me. It, it literally adds like so much drama to the event. Like I swear, like yeah. the pre the pregame, just the pick ban phase is really hype. People love watching that. People love seeing the people who get banned. People love it when people pick like off meta champs and they're like, Holy shit, this player hasn't been played in fucking a year. I can't believe they're getting picked right now. They that must have like some crazy fucking strat. That happened at the League of Legends Worlds tournament, did it not? There was some dude that missed. Probably. He, no, he he. It was the championship, like for the final the final match, and he misclicked, and selected a, a champion that was like, a troll. People are like, is he trolling or is he throwing? What's like? No one plays him. Not one time was this character picked like at all. It was nowhere near part of the meta. And yeah. They like released the comms, and he's like, I misclicked. And oh God. <laughs> it was hit on the main stage in the arena in front of thousands of people, and they ended up like just barely losing. And it's like it was one of the biggest esports chokes of all time. Uh, I watched like this whole document documentary about it. It was like esports chokes, top whatever, top ten. 
And that was yeah. number one was like that this dude misclicked and chose the wrong champion and it cost his team the finals. Damn. So. And then in the chat, crazy. Golden Boy, he did bring up a good point. Sinatra, there's a good chance he could be the sixth on Sentinels or vice versa. Tens may be the sixth on Sentinels. Which that, they kind of brought that up in the in the video that esports talk made as well. That like, hey, having a six man on your team may not be a bad thing just because shit like this seems to be reoccurring where drama happens with the player, they are suspended, or maybe players get burnt out and they need to have a six man sub in. So we got injuries know. too. People get hurt. There's true. Yeah, yeah. they've had outside outside injuries happen that affect their playing. But here's my thing with that is well tens. When he's done, and let's say let's say Sinatra gets reinserted, we don't know what's going to happen with that situation. I'm sure it's going to take months to for their, for their investigation to happen. Let's yeah. say he comes back and he's cleared and he, and he gets back to his starting roster. Well, I would assume Sentinels drops that contract, and Tens probably returns back to C9 as a content creator, where that's where they're treating him. Essentially, they already had their their set five for C9, and if I I guarantee in his contract, or I don't guarantee, I assume in his contract. Or if they needed him, like if someone had to be out for a family thing, for sickness, whatever, he would fill in. Like, because that's common C9. practice. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's maybe, common maybe. practice, especially right now, because his his likelihood is just going up and up and up and up. I wonder if he's on this, like, yo, C9, can we rework our contract? Or they're going to want him on that roster or on that team because that's going to bring a load of attention to their team. Yeah. He's kind of like the cover boy right now yeah. of Valorant. Well, so, yeah, I, I mean, having a six-man is just common practice. Now, in Counter-Strike, I, I will say a lot of the times the way it worked was for a long time the meta was your coach was a former player or someone that had skill that understood the game pretty well. And if they need if something happened and they needed someone to fill in, they would just pull the coach and the coach would play. And there's oh, been shit. events where the, the coaches have done really well and actually care, like top-fragged. But then – Later on, over the last like three years, I'd say they started adding a six man, um, or they'd have like a, a bench spot, and it was like a thing. If you weren't playing well, people got benched. You got moved or taken off the active roster. You get moved to the academy team or whatever. So it's it's common practice, and I think it's just kind of further solidifying Valorant and the esports worlds. And it's saying, okay, now you can have your, your starting five. You have your your backup. You have your coach. It's just kind of getting more towards the regulation and and building the foundation of it. Yeah. Rev, sweet. You live over there. Yo, as an outside viewer, someone who doesn't really play Valorant, would you like? I mean, would you would you, would you like to see a pick ban phase for for agents? Sure. Yeah, I think that makes it more competitive. You think it makes it more entertaining? Like, because I think at the end of the day, that's like the yeah. main thing, right? For me, that that would make it interesting. Also, with adding a six guy, that makes it feel more legit too. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, getting closer and closer to like replicating a sport almost. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, will teams have more than one sub? I think it's just there's such a fine. I mean, yeah, there's good players everywhere and, like, really, like, skilled players. But, like, really having a set, like, if you're that good as a backup for one team, you're going to be the best player for another team. So how, yeah. how good can you be as a six-man kind of thing? Well, and I know we've been on this topic for a super long time, but last point with it, just – I don't know the other guy's name on esports talk, so I apologize about that. But the other guy that was in the video, he he made a really good point saying that it's gonna add like 
instead of there being five players on the team and they're all just kind of playing and doing their thing, adding that sixth man makes those other five people maybe more motivated because, like, listen, here's this guy that's the sixth man on the team. If you're underperforming, like, he's going to take your job, basically. You know what I mean? Yeah, that would drive me insane, though. That True. would suck. Yeah. Having that thought in the back of your head constantly, like, man, if I I fucked up, if I, if I fuck up again, I might get subbed out. Like, yeah, that's just life, though. Like, but that's also sports, I mean, it though, is. too. But yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, yeah. that that is, you know, because like, I mean, it is what it is. It's either you're gonna perform better or you're gonna perform worse. And yeah, yeah. So, well, I guess it's kind of talking about like the esports world, and we mentioned Counter Strike a little bit. There's been quite a bit of drama over the last couple of weeks with Counter-Strike. I don't know how much you guys have seen it um, as far as match-fixing, kind of shedding light on that. Um, anywhere in the esports world, there's match-fixing, cheating, scandals. It's always going to be around forever. And it's always good guys versus the bad guys. Cheaters are trying to get you know their software out there, make money undetected. And there's two things. There's a huge, I guess, Ron, I know you probably read a little bit more on this topic. There was a huge... Uh, I guess yeah. Chinese cheat maker that got busted um, and a bunch of law enforcement got involved. But then there's also a match fixing scandal um, and law enforcement's getting involved with that too. And Richard Lewis kind of has been working behind the scenes on that. If you guys don't know who Richard Lewis is, he's a uh, esports journalist. He was a commentator for CSGO for forever. He used to play. Um, he's he's the guy who, who broke the story on IB. Uh, uh, I buy power. I, buy, I was thinking IBP, IBM, I buy power. He broke the story on them, and you know those guys got their bans because of him. That's Swag Days, AZK, uh, a couple other people. Scooter Duel was able to get out of it, but that's who he is. Um, do you guys want to talk about the matrixing first, or do you want to talk about the cheating about the cheating software scandal? Mm, go match fixing. Yeah. So he's been working behind the scenes with it. Um, hasn't come public about everything yet. And he tweeted out a podcast the other day um, saying, hey, watch this podcast. It'll give you a little insight. And the guy who interviewed uh, interviewed uh, him was a guy named Ian Smith, I believe. Was his name. I want to check his name. I don't want to get this wrong. Yeah, Ian Smith. And they do an interview together. Um, one is like an analyst or a journalist. And the other guy is a esports lawyer. So he comes from the professional world. So he, he was an, a lawyer forever. And now he works solely on esports and with players and, and unions and uh, companies to make regulations. He, he works with tournament directors to help identify security flaws as far as how can cheats get in, all that stuff. And he said... Law enforcement like the FBI and law enforcement from other countries are getting involved because they're not so much focused on finding the cheating software. That's not their main issue. Their main issue is finding the match fixing because it's a bigger thing than just throwing a match because they're trying to locate the people that are paying the players to to fix the matches. They're trying to find the players that are doing it because they're making uh, the books because there's betting on esports. They're making the books lose millions and millions, and he said hundreds of millions of dollars. So they're going yeah. after the money and trying to, to to basically shut that down. I think if you get caught match fixing, it needs to be a permaban. Forever. Forever. Done. There's a yeah. lot of drama no with coming that. back. Okay. Well, then here's this. Uh, T1, basically no roster, no swag. No dazed. See ya. No AZ. Bring in the bring in the new people. No AZK. See ya. Well, well, That's all of T1. And I think 
that and that's one. a hot topic right now is because supposedly that story is going to break or something and like i guess the question is cuz some cs guys have jumped ship to valorant as like a fucking safe haven but people are saying maybe it shouldn't be a safe haven maybe if you've been caught on cs you should just be out of valorant too which i don't know i think if you match if you fix one match you should be done professionally with yeah. esports yeah. yeah. Now here's here's my thing. Don't swag, yeah. The only thing that's tricky about it though is these kids get into it at such a young age that yeah. they could have fucked up at 16, 17 years old, and then they're hosed for the rest of their life. So I. But man, that's why there. Is, yeah. Give them a five year ban then. That's why there. Well, that's why there was the hashtag free free swag. Free. free if you're under the age of eighteen, <laughs> it should be maybe a little. It should be a less of a penalty. But if you're over the age of eighteen, I think you should be done with professional well, here's uh, that's why e-sports. swag was banned got the permanent ban dazed azk um scudito was involved but they couldn't trace any skins back to him or any money that he made off of it so he didn't he didn't get banned but he was on the team and all four of them claim that he was fully aware of what's going on but they can't prove it so he he is scot-free so and i think all of them except for swag at the time were over the age of 18 i think days and azk are like 20 21 22 when it happened and swag was like 15 so i feel like it's in that situation swag you know he was young he should be forgiven they should move on from that he was banned for a while let him come back the other guys were pretty aware of what they were doing now maybe the prize yeah. pool at the time wasn't wasn't enough maybe like they're like hey we gotta find a way to make money we're only getting paid 500 dollars a month or whatever for our salaries and they were hurting for it but at the same time if you just weren't an idiot and you didn't look at it like that. You waited a couple months. You would have had one of the best teams in the world and been making tons of money. That is, it's not yeah. an excuse, but it just has to kind of it opens your eyes to what they were thinking when they did it. Yeah, I don't know. There needs to be some like esports association that they have those unions now in place. Looks over everything. Yeah, but just like one for everything. Yeah, I mean they can have different sectors for different games, but well, they started out they, man. Well, they talked about that in, in the podcast, <laughs> and it's already a thing. And they have dopey, they have dope testing to make sure people aren't taking any type of Adderall, stuff like that, uh, random drug test. Um, but they 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 use an outside audit from a company, and that's part of the issue is that tournament directors don't want to fork up the money to get a security audit to see how can we prevent this cheating. Because not only is there match fixing, but you have crowd crowd noise crowds holding signs in brazil it happened at uh one of the esl tournaments in brazil they're holding up signs that said they're going a or they're going b they're yelling in, oh, they're wow. yelling in a different language a site b site and they're they're so close that when we're at a tournament that large the soundproof booths aren't soundproof so they're saying yeah well, security audit you're letting all these players bring in their own uh, equipment you know and when they're like well then can we buy the the exact equipment for each for each professional player that comes in they say this is the keyboard i want this is the the mouse that i want can we do that and it's like you can't do that either because that costs a ton of money plus everyone yeah, knows, yeah, so everyone knows using a brand new keyboard and brand new mouse it doesn't feel the same like there's a certain friction you get from the bottom of your mouse versus the, the a brand new mouse pad versus a, a, a worn mouse pad uh he was saying who has access to backstage to all the the, the equipment um and they're saying they try to prevent it but there needs to be better security and it's going to cost a ton of money and tournament directors don't want to fork out that money but they also don't want to be cheated on so yeah it's a it's a tough situation yeah, it's like a fucking lose-lose kind of situation that's tough but if you want to be taken <laughs> that... seriously you have to take it serious that's the only way you can get it done yeah 
Um, when you were talking about how like the equipment matters so much, that's funny you brought that up because I was I, I think I was listening to the Hex podcast and he was talking about Crim Six back in the day. Crim Six bought the exact equipment and replicated the chair, the desk, like the controller, everything that were at the events, even though it was like a super uncomfortable chair and things like that because he wanted to practice like how it was going to be at the main event. Yeah. That's a pro right there. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's a pro. That's that's true. Um, and th I mean, then you think about sponsors too, like certain players and teams have to play with certain equipment. Oh, true. And how do you, how do you handle that? Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, that's, that's how you should do it. You should practice the way it's going to be. Cause I know whenever I've played, uh, at a land tournament, like it was so foreign sitting cause you're, you can only sit so close to your monitor so far away. Like you have to try to find something that feels comfortable and, you know, you have a different surrounding. It's it's hard to, to, to tunnel in to just your monitor because your peripherals, you know, your home, you see your extra monitor, your computer, your bed, your wall. But then when you have all these extra um, things going on around you, you can see them, it, it takes your attention off. So it's, you know, it's tough trying to yeah. replicate that exact thing. I almost wish you could have like a little, like a little divider that connects to your monitor and you can just put it and it goes over so you can just focus in on your screen and no one can see you and you can't see around it. Do you remember in school to keep talking about real life? Yeah. What are you talking about? Folders? Yeah. I know what you're talking yeah. about. Oh, yeah. I, I use those at my school. Or we did when we have tested. They have oh, yeah. Those I forgot you were teaching. Yeah. Fucking hoods. Be, <laughs> a gaming. Yeah, like a gaming hood. You can just take it, put it onto the monitor at, at, at your at your tournament or whatever, and then you're focused in. But then, you know, that blocks vision to the referees and the, the admins, and you could have cheats, and they wouldn't be able to see it. So. I bet they just need... <laughs> They just need to organize everything a little better. Like have maybe the five most popular keyboards uh, are available to bring in on your own. But when you bring in your own equipment, you have to like hand it off to a tech dude That's... who then makes sure to clear any memory on it. And then that keyboard goes straight to your computer before you even get to like sit down. And then by the time you sit down, that's like the first time you're touching your keyboard. Yeah, I, I agree. Because people can bot have it really well organized. People have micros and yeah. macros bound to certain keys on their on their on their mouse and has code in it, and then they like copy paste it to Word.exe. Rest yeah. in peace, Optic uh, CS:GO. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then that well, then what happens when okay, they, a player says, "Hey, I brought my mouse, my keyboard, gave it to the admin, and now it's not functioning the way it's supposed to," and they claim a hardware malfunction due to human error, you know. It's a tough, it's true. It's a tough thing. It, it would happen eventually, or someone's going to at least fault that or blame that. And then yeah. you play bad, and then you blame the new mouse. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but I do like the idea of having, you could almost like in boxing where they have the trainers wrap, or the, the, the guys who wrap your hands is the other, you get to watch them do it. The other corners team wrap the wrap, the, wrap their hands holy shit my brain can't function today um they watch them wrap their hands to make sure they don't do any funny business they're not extra layering extra adding things into it to make their hands harder so what like throw some little razor blades in there oh dude people <laughs> no i mean it was a serious problem there used to be no guys way. that would pack their gloves with concrete yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, or they, they they take the uh, they take yeah, the lining I mean, out of the gloves. There'd be, or yeah, they would take the lining out, so then you're just getting hit with the fist instead of like the padding, you know, in front of the fist. And I mean, there's been guys that have died in the ring because of that. 
Who was Dude, it? People love cheating, huh? They just want to cheat. Fucking Good scumbags, cheat. John. Find out how to do uh, it. Who was it that Mayweather uh, fought when that happened? And his 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 dad was like, "No, I mean, you ain't fighting with those gloves. Those aren't the gloves that we said that we agreed to." Like it's the- well, Mayweather's camp pulls funny funny business all the time, though. True. Like they want to, if you like use a specific glove, they're gonna try to make sure you can't use that glove just to like throw off little things. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess that's kind of the privilege. That's the privilege uh, of being the A side. One yeah. thing I would hate to see happen is if they like made it all standard equipment. Yeah. So you can only use this mouse and this keyboard. Yeah, any tournament for any game ever. That would be the death of esports. <laughs> I just of that tournament director of that tournament holder. Yeah. Yeah, not just the sixty percenters, just the fact that it's like a monopoly. Just like Uh-oh. that brand gets fucking everything. I fucking hate that. Unless yeah, it's Corsair. Corsair is you know? Nope. The QN on it. <laughs> the QN coming out. I don't care if it's Corsair. Yeah, That's some bullshit. Capitalism. Yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> Bro, did you get a new tattoo? I did. What? Was that, What the fuck? Show yeah. it. What's your problem? You didn't tell us? I can't tell what it what is. is. It? It's like a, a snake eating its own tail. Eric, you okay? Nice. I know you don't like snakes. You okay to look at that? Yeah, yeah I'm fine to look at that. <laughs> what is that? Some fucking Norse shit right there? Yeah, Jormungander. Oh, nice. that's actually sick. <laughs> I mean, all hyped. Um, you not hurt like a son that. of a bitch. I mean, is though. Rev even our boy anymore? He gets a new tattoo and doesn't even say anything. True. Fuck. I got a third one, but I can't show it. <laughs> <laughs> Please be on your penis. That's on my butt. <laughs> so it says one thing when I'm standing, but when I do a cartwheel, it says something else. What? <laughs> <laughs> Starting to like fans, I need to see a cartwheel soon. (laughs) Only burgings. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, did we so did we want to dive into the story? I don't have I don't have much on this. It says mom when you I I know what his tattoo is. It says mom when he's standing up, it says wow when he's doing a cartwheel. (laughs) You talking about the cheats? Yeah, there's there's not much about it. And we kinda already touched on it. It's just they so they did bust one of the biggest I think it's I think it's the biggest. Huge. Um, cheap provider yeah i guess they were in china and it the chinese police worked with tencent which we know tencent is with riot so go riot um but yeah they busted one of the biggest operations i guess they they mainly did like mobile cheats so we might not see a huge impact but i guess on their cheat website there was cheat for like valorant so we may hopefully see a little bit of Cheat reduction, but yeah, that's a dagger to the cheat industry, dude. Get them out. Yeah. Where were they stationed? I don't know, and I guess there, it was a raid, and people went to jail. So Good. it was nice. a big fucking deal. Yeah. If it was in China, they're probably dead now. <laughs> Did you see what they, they disappeared? Uh, what they yep. confiscated, Ron? Those cars, right? Lamborghinis, like four of them. Yeah, no, it's actually sick. It was like, like what? Then like four million dollars. So. Or supposedly 40? the the yeah the cars were worth like forty million and then I guess the companies made like seventy six million dollars off of selling cheats. If, so talking about how people want to cheat, I mean it's out there. They've made seventy six million dollars from people that want to cheat. If you're so. smart enough to write s- programs that can get through anti cheats and get past people that well and that are that effective that they can go undetected, you could apply those yeah. same skills to a ethically decent job and make the same you money. Could. like wh- maybe the same maybe not maybe I mean, there's so many companies that are looking for good it c- 
code writing yeah. programmers. That... The difference is you're working for somebody True. versus those people that probably started that company wanted to work for themselves. Well, here's my thought on it is that someone along the way got greedy because companies like that, you don't get caught. You get caught from human error. Someone spoke, said something wrong. Someone got unhappy. They leaked information. And that's how those operations get busted because cheaters are always one step ahead of the anti-cheat. And that's probably part of the issue is that the anti-cheat um, trying to catch the hackers, you always are having to react to what they do. You can't proactively get ahead of them to stop them. Yeah. I will give you anybody here. I will, <laughs> I will Venmo you $10 right now. If you can tell me what the operation was that the name of the operation. Oh shit. I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully it's just bad. Colonel Sanders. Colonel That's your Sanders. hint. I have no idea. I don't know uh, Colonel Sanders' man. reference. Operation KFC. No. That's a good guess. Operation Kill what? Fucking Cheaters. That's the obvious guess. <laughs> uh, Did you hear what he said? Kill Fucking Cheaters. Operation Meat Shield. <laughs> it was called Operation Chicken Drumstick. Oh my god. It's hmm. a weird one. It's a weird one. It was down in the record books. No shit. Imagine those dudes like trying to put up a fight with the people that are raiding them. Oh my god. I must type on computer something to defend myself. <laughs> Program right kick. <laughs> it was the world's largest cheating ring. Yeah, that's nuts. Damn. That's good. I mean, that's oh, just thank god they're gone, but it's mostly mobile. I mean, who gives I a guess. fuck about also, mobile games, though, am I right? Yeah, what are you doing cheating? China on gives a game? fuck. Only no, I, I guess that's true. I guess that's true. Well, here's the thing. It gives them access to a database that probably links to other websites, links to more information. So it's like just the start. So now you're getting access to, all right, who are they working with? Now we can go after the other, you know, computer cheating, console cheating. Now we can see who's downloading these sheets. If they downloaded it on mobile for mobile cheats, you're probably willing to do it on a computer. So. I heard it all ties back to Epstein. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm in it. I'm, yeah. Strap me in. Let's hear it. Can you fill me in on this? <laughs> Nope. I was gonna say. I think one uh, person here knows more about cheating than the others. Fucking kids play games, CP, and Epstein likes to kidnap kids. So there's your connection. All right, we got a uh, next topic. <laughs> I'm going. What's going, going on? Going Andrew here. Schultz and Alex Jones. We aren't fact-checking <laughs> shit on this. Hit me with Dude, it. I don't know. I don't know if me and Rob are blinking at the same time, but I swear I just don't see him blink. I'm just trying to watch him blink, and <laughs> he just doesn't. Uh, <laughs> that whole time, up, he, up he was like stairs. staring at the camera. It was freaking me out. Rob, what the fuck are you right. doing, man? I mean, I can't tell if you or Eric blink because of your yeah. fucking reflection on your face. Uh, CP's Rev's eyes look like they're already closed because you just smoked the doobie. <laughs> and I can't see CP's eyes. These eyes. Rob just an Android. He doesn't blink until the computer program in his system says blink. <laughs> no, Eric's the robot. Peg's the king of the lizard people. Wait, CP, you played with Golden Blaze on Counter Strike? Uh, oh, man. Jesus Christ. Oh, shit. No, uh -oh. He's talking about cons. <laughs> wow. Dude, I remember I, trying I, to play Counter Strike with cons, and I would, like, literally. I'd play like a few games with them. The next day I'd get on, it'd be like, you have been demoted because you were playing with a cheater. <laughs> and then like a couple days later, I'd be like, yo, cons, stop. Like, I don't, what are you doing? And he'd be like, oh, no, I was just fucking around. I'm not doing that anymore. And then same shit would happen. I had to just stop playing with them on Counter-Strike. Cheating is just always going to be a thing. We've all played with cheaters, whether we knew it or we didn't know it. Um, 
especially Counter-Strike game that's been around that long. There's different sites that have different anti-cheats that you play on. So, yeah, everyone's played with the cheater in Counter-Strike. We've probably played with cheaters in Valorant. We just didn't know it. I'm sure. Or against. Or against, yeah. I'm I'm still... And I don't know how if you get notified. Like, if... if so, I know that if you're in-game and it gets aborted because someone's cheating on the other team. But, like, a week later, say someone got banned that you played against and ranked, it doesn't notify you and tell you? I haven't seen anything that, like that. Like, in Counter-Strike, it does. And they have an Overwatch system. Yeah. Which helps, like once you've got enough playing time, you, it gives you a, a demo file to to review, and you get to watch the thing, and you get to say, uh, you get to vote on. I think it's like four main categories. It's like walling, aim hack, visual assistance, and then uh, griefing, and you get to say, possibly cheating, like cheating without a doubt or not in, or insufficient evidence. So then the people who are trusted who play the game a lot can sit there and review files and then you get rewards for watching the demos and if people get convicted as cheaters and you're right then you get rewards uh on steam for it or on valve it's kind of like some positive reinforcement yeah that's like some neighborhood police shit right there that's exactly yeah, exact what it is i mean no you get false negatives just like anything you know sometimes you get you're like man this guy maybe he's a decent player but he's not that good and he sees someone like like tens playing you're like yeah this guy's fucking cheating you're like He's just a freak. It's just what he does. Yeah. So. Crisp, clean lock, boys. We got him. Y'all don't know the... Y'all, y'all, what else we got? Know the reference. I'm ashamed. I don't know the reference. Oh, my God. I can't believe I don't know the reference. Sounds familiar, but I can't tell you exactly what it is. Oh my if it's a movie quote, I just don't no, know it. I don't it's know a, quotes. It's a YouTube quote. This guy went down and broke down all the like Counter-Strike pros, like Stewie 2K, Cold Zero, Swag. And I broke down their demo files and was like, "Look, he's cheating. He's he's wiggling his crosshair through the wall. Look at him walk on the walk on to players through the walls." And like people do it in Counter Strike all the time as a troll. Like they'll like swipe their mouse in circle a spot on the wall where they know like it's a pre-angle spot where people are likely to be. And especially big tournaments, they'll do it because if they do that and then the crowd reacts, they know there's someone there. And this guy like, wore a full fucking, fucking cheaters. He wore a full fucking suit. He kept saying, "Crisp, clean, lock, boys. We got him." And it's just become a huge meme. Uh, on, on Counter-Strike. So, I'll have to share that with you after the podcast. Yeah, I think he showed us one of his videos it's, at one point. It's, it's fucking cringe. Cringe is the best word I can put for it. Uh, I love the videos uh, that people come out with saying Shroud's cheating. Yeah. Like, really? No one's caught him yet, but now you found the fucking proof. From the yeah. new game he's playing, is, that he's now cheating. This isn't the best <laughs> analogy, but it's it sort of fits in regards to like aliens. Neil deGrasse Tyson talks about it when he talks about aliens. He's like, "You want to prove to me that aliens are real? Sure, the possibility that there's something out there is astronom- just huge, right?" He goes, "But these people that claim to be abducted or claim to have seen UFOs, he goes, it's 2020, it's 2021, and all we have is a grainy film." Next time it happens, get me some concrete evidence. When they probe you, get a piece of that probe and bring it back with you. Like all the footage, all the streams you have of these guys playing, and you have not one piece of solid evidence. You just have your opinion on what you think you saw. Yeah. Like get yeah. give me a box around a character through a wall that shows yes they're cheating. Give me something. I uh, I saw a clip recently. Shroud. I'm pretty sure it was recently. I hope it was at least. He um. He's been playing Call of Duty Warzone, and he went back to Apex, and he couldn't hit any of his shots on Apex, and he was blaming it on Call of Duty just being too easy. 
Like you can just relax and play it and be good at it. And then you go to Apex, like something that he was saying takes skill and his shot was just bad. So he was saying he's going to quit playing uh, Call of Duty because of that. I nice. saw that clip. I saw that clip. <laughs> he like, yeah, and he was like hyping up Apex and this game is like hard as fuck. It mm -hmm. took him a few games to like get back in the groove. Yeah. Yeah, someone like him is so good. It gave him a couple games and he's already back to just frying people. Like his, his, sure. his bad is like our best. Yeah, you got to actually like trace in Apex. Like you got to trace in Call of Duty, but they die in like... Fucking a second, yeah. probably, if you hit all your shots. Yeah. Apex, it's like a good four seconds. Got some shields and shit. Yeah. Yeah, slow to, dude, yeah, slow to kill time. Like, that's going to be weird when, like, Halo drops, getting back in that feel of things. You know what I mean? Like, we're so used to just killing people so fast. Like, on Valorant, just dink dead. Yeah. Yeah, it will be a little weird. Can't wait for Halo. All right, what Halo... else is going on? Something else I saw recently. I just saw Nick Burks playing some weird ass dodgeball game. What? No, I did not dodgeball. see dodgeball. It's called like Knockout City. I'll yeah. look into it. Um seen only one clip and it looked like dodgeball, but you're like in a giant arena that's like I don't know, the level he was on was like a literal city. Scaffolding everywhere and shit. There is um did you guys see the website, the esports website they got made that released? It's like opening up. Uh oh. It's called nice. esports.gg. It's going to be like a central hub for like all things esports. Um, have news, like uh, things for, for about players, acquisitions. It's like, uh, um, what's the Counter Strike one? HT, what is it? HT something? Let me, let me look it up. I'm on the site. Let's see. I think it's. I think it's. I think it's live. I think it's in beta or whatever. Yeah, we got like Valorant patch notes on it's here and stuff. Like, Some hundred thieves stories. It's gonna be like HLTV for Counter Strike, which is like the central hub for everything, like player rankings, tournament records, matches, future matches coming up, results, stats, everything. It's gonna be like that. They're trying to make it that. So I don't know. I thought it was a pretty cool thing. Um. It's not probably not easy to get that uh that address. I'm sure that costs. That's what I was gonna <laughs> say. Yeah, like goddamn. You have probably invested quite a bit of money just to get that that domain. So. All right, I got I got a question for you guys. So you're you're all big Call of Duty fans, right? You did all the stuff. Uh, I mean, not not day. recently, but like you were big. Yes. And you followed it. In and my you blood. All, and you guys all hate SBMM. Yeah, yep. skill-based matchmaking. Yeah. So you know the the website that they that came out, right? The skill-based matchmaking website where it tracked your stats and you could see where you were at. Yep. It got shut down. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah, I think I heard about that too. I don't know Activision much about it though. Activision sent them a cease and desist letter and said, "Shut it down by Monday or else." Damn. Yeah. That seems shady as. <laughs> uh. So they're trying Probably to like, hide. They didn't want to see like these big streamers getting freaking the bot lobbies and getting 50 kills in a Warzone game, right? And but then... it, it's just so just sketchy. And then all the con like conspiracy theory Call of Duty stuff I've seen. Just yeah, I want to put my tinfoil hat on and just swim in those rumors. Yeah, let's see. <laughs> this is this is why Call of Duty and me have 
parted ways over the last seven years. <laughs> I'm just I swear to God, I'm done. over their bullshit. <laughs> Eric, I don't. Why do Why do you never hear a good Activision story? Because Activision Can I get sucks. a positive one? Like, what's going on over there? Come on. They don't give good esports support. They only care about themselves. They don't care about the players or the teams or the organizations. They don't care about the content creators who who built their their fucking following or who helped build a massive following for them. I mean, hundreds of thousands of players only play Call of Duty because of their favorite YouTubers or streamers. Like, no, I'm sure. Yeah. Content, yeah, sure. They created a content creator code and then gave it to like all the wrong people. And then the people who have played this game that. through and through from day one, they didn't give them a fuck. You didn't give Scumpy a code? Hello? Yeah, that's <laughs> that's insane. That's like saying uh, it, we're gonna we're gonna do a Red Bull, we're gonna do a a, a a rally car BMX motocross thing, and not inviting Travis fucking Pastrana. Hello? Yeah, I mean, that's a good yeah, example. Still... I don't know if I would have gone that route, though. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been like fucking Tom Brady football or something. Well, It's a good route, Scumpy CP. It's going to be the goat. Guys with some fucking balls on him. It's going to be the like goat. It. He's one of the, the best you know, content creators. He's one of the biggest names, but they're going to go championships. I, don't know. I guess, yeah. Maybe he's not the goat. I don't know. Dude, they were just talking about that in some podcast. I don't know what the fuck I was listening to. But I guess some pros don't have Scumpy in their, like, their top 10. Top like how, 10? Yeah, some people have them out of their list. That's just They're probably including all these Zoomers that have come out over the last three years. They probably were still in the nutsack whenever Scumpy was frying kids. Yeah, I don't know. I Dude, I've been saying we need to make a tier list video. I think we would have so much fun with it. Like, what if we rated our top 10 favorite COD pros? We, like, we, just we, shit like that would be dope. I'd be down to do that. We could even do it as a podcast thing where we where we, we mention, like, where we compare esports players to, like, actual player like, athletes, you know, and say, who are they? Who are they best represented by? Like, is yeah. Karma Tom Brady? Is um, Hook from Envy? Is he uh, Pat Mahomes, you know? Who's Steph Curry? Or, like... Who's someone really toxic in esports? Like Aches. Well, I don't even know if he's toxic, but like he's like the drama starter. Whoever the fuck is the drama starter Aix on? Aches is Draymond Green. Club. Richard or Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman. That is a good one. Yeah, I don't know. That could be a good video. So hey, I'd be down to do that. We can we can make a thing out of it. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Rob. Rob would be uh, participating in that one. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Were you just talking about fucking COD pros a second ago? Star. Eric's talking shit, no doubt. Rob did. Have you blinked yet? (laughs) Eric's the mean one, Ron. (laughs) We all know this. True. No shot. Um, Do you guys have any other topics? I'm bone dry. I think it was kind of a dry week. Yeah, it was. It was a. It was a weird week. Um, Do you guys even watch any fitness users by chance? No. Nope. Oh. Uh, not really. Me and Rob, you watched that one Yoga Girl. I've seen her stuff too. Oh yeah. No, I'm sure you guys watch some Yoga Girls. So I'm sure. No, I'm not <laughs> kidding. I watch her for yoga. But yeah, it's like Adrian, yeah, I think. I watch her for yoga. Something Adrian. She has a cute dog. I don't even know her name. You don't even know what the channel is. You're just like I'm just yoga. Flexible. I think it's Yoga with Adrian. Isn't that what yeah, it is? It's yoga with Adrian. Yeah, you motherfucker. I'm looking it up right now. We're gonna see. She always has her cute dog in the video, and she does like very beginner yoga. So guys, whenever I'm probably, like, I'm gonna. This is kind of off gaming topic, but you guys have probably seen this dude's viral clips. He is 
a dude that went viral over the last like five ten years because he was known for being he's a, like a power lifter muscle huge dude like 280 pounds super strong but he's extremely flexible and he would take a squat bar and put like 200 300 pounds on it put two chairs between his feet stand on the chairs go down oh. do the splits oh. and, then, oh. and then he would pull the chairs back together with his legs and stand back up with a squat rack on his neck you haven't seen that that he was all over vines yeah he like is. he had he like that massive was like, vines yeah he kicked all the, the the flamingos out of his yard he yeah he's like <laughs> crazy dude he's he like started like the garage him. gym trend that you see like on social media like he was the guy who was like i'm building a garage gym this is what it looks like and he's built it up over the last like five six seven years and i've followed his channel it's got like 1.3 million subs um anyways he he had a, a dude that he made uh, that he made videos with that was a part of his channel and they were partners and creating content his name was juji mufu but he just released like he had not uploaded for a long time and he just made a video the other day it was like hey uh tom's no longer gonna be a part of this channel indefinitely um he's there's no chance of him coming back and people were digging deep on Reddit trying to figure out what's going on. And basically, they think that his partner was stealing money from the company be to fund his gambling addiction, which is dark. Oh, my God. So uh, that, that, turned, that turned sad. Yeah. Like, man, if you've got 1.3 million subs and your, your gambling addiction allegedly is so bad that you're stealing money to fund your trips, that's rough. And people linked it because there's a guy named Ryan DePaulo, who's a poker vlogger, calls himself the degenerate gambler. Uh, his guy Tom made a appearance in his vlog, and he looked like he was super strung out and like trying to make money and just yeah, Reddit doing his thing, you know. Weird. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, that's all the topics. Nice. I don't know if you guys got anything else. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you guys? You I guys mean, what do I say to that? I don't know. I just spaced out during that story. I don't really care. I, I did space out on that last one. Yeah, also, I did watch Ron's eyes for a minute, and this dude oh blinks God. like a fucking crackhead, dude. <laughs> I bet he blinks like 10 times in 10 seconds. Doesn't oh, make man. sense. Now I feel self-conscious. Now, now he's thinking about it. Not to blink. Now, crackheads don't blink. It's a Maybe heroin Maybe we end addict. the podcast with a staring contest and see who wins. Rob? No, Rob what? He just stared at us for 59 minutes and 24 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> you, guys, you guys will never know when I blink. Yeah, you're on the Skype call. I'm just going to I'm just gonna take a screenshot of my face with my eyes open and then turn off my camera and put my picture there so it looks like I never blink or move. Alright, boys, we're wrapping this up. Yeah, what we got? Let's run it back. We close out. Actually, we got new shit this week. No stop. Oh, yeah. yeah. Brief overview. We, um, shit, I forgot the name. Well, I guess we don't really have a name for it. We need to it, figure out a name for it, yeah. But no, Monday we're launching like a new series where we're going to be showing like top plays, top moments of the week, funny fails, just the best shit that happened in the week. And then Wednesday, we actually don't have a video this Wednesday, but we're going to be working on a channel trailer. So that'll be a lot of fucking work. I feel like me and Eric have been kind of looking through the misadventures, and we like kind of have some of the stuff written down. But I feel like some of the clips are just going to be lost, and we're not going to be able to get some of our best moments from back in the day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, we have a but lot we'll of content, see. so you're not always going to get yeah. the best. You just got to choose really good, high-quality content. Like the best of what you have, yeah. And then, yeah, Friday we will have a podcast. And then the following week, Miss Adventures, and then the following week, I really that. 
competition series, which we haven't talked about yet, but we'll have to figure that out. We'll talk about that next week. And then also we just released Misadventures 32. Was it 32? 32, yeah. 32 just came out. Be sure to go back, watch that, give it a like. Um, if you happen to be this far in the video and you're still here, leave a comment in the, below, in the section below and let us know, do you think League of Legends is good? Okay, thanks, bye. Whoa, that's good. <laughs> I, like that. I would love to know what Golden Blade is. Thanks. <laughs> All right, see you guys.